a lot of retailers were not built by people who understand publishing. So they don't really understand like the history of genre, which you have to understand in order to know why we are where we are today with it and to really understand where it can or should go. Because I feel like genre is a language and you don't really, in order to speak the language, you do have to learn how to speak it, but also learn a little bit about like why it is the way it is. Welcome to Subscriptions for Authors. Meet your co-hosts, Michael Evans, sci-fi thriller author of a dozen novels, and Amelia Rose, a semi-romance author that makes six figures per year in subscriptions. Together, we will help you make more money with subscriptions and succeed in the future of publishing. Uh, welcome back to the Subscriptions for Authors podcast. We have a very exciting episode today, and it's all about discovery, um, discovery for subscription authors, and specifically discovery on Ream, which was released in the last 72 hours from us. We're actually recording this, and by the time this podcast goes out, it'll probably only be a couple days old. And I really want to talk, what does discovery look like on Ream? How can you all as authors maximize your discovery on Ream? And then talking a little bit about like why we're doing it and what we see as like the future of discovery for subscription authors, how we really thought about when actually building this. And as you'll see, like this is an evolving system. We call it discovery 1.0 specifically because there's going to be a lot of iterations even on what you see currently. So kind of like you're seeing like a public beta of, of it. And that's partially because discovery is something that we have to see like in real time how readers of all different genres are discovering things and what stories are getting surfaced. And it's been really fun to start to see that over the last couple of days. But I brought Ariel here with us, who played a very pivotal role in actually building out what discovery looks like on Ream. And for those who don't know Ariel, she was on a previous episode, which actually hasn't been released yet, partially because there's 10 episodes that we haven't released from last year that we need to get out and then I'm now recording two podcast episodes a week on average is the goal for this year. We're, we're, yeah, we're, we have to figure that out. Um, but Ariel's episode will come out. I will edit it or our editor will. And that's an amazing episode of Phantoms. But since that podcast episode, life has changed a lot for you, Ariel, because um, we recorded that back in July, actually right about six months ago. I think a little over six months ago. Oh no, a little less than six months ago at this point. And since that podcast episode, I think in the beginning of October, you started working on the Ream team. And then in the last couple of months, that turned into you starting off helping me with a lot of different tasks, being an amazing executive assistant, then building out the whole genre and category system on Ream, which we'll talk about. And then uh, last now, like where you are now is like leading the accelerator um, and doing all these other things at Ream. It's been a, been a while last couple of months for you, but it, it's great to have you back on because for those who don't know, this is the first episode, actually, no one knows. This is the yeah. first episode of like what we're calling um, the storytellers of the world. I, I think I need an excuse to just record a podcast episode every week at the same time. And I want to share things with all of y'all that will help you. So today we, our goal is to share with you how you can get discovered on Ring, which is, I think, a great episode. And occasionally we'll be bringing on people from the team, um, other authors, or it might just be solo episodes for me. So today, Ariel is that person. Um, our first ever guest on this edition. It's like, it's special, like it's part of the Subscriptions for Authors podcast, but 
it's just slightly like a, you know, a different category of episode, right? So with all that said, with that long introduction, Ariel, how are you doing? And oh, how does it feel now that like discovery we like worked really hard on is now finally out in the world for everyone to see? I am doing pretty well, starting off the year with a bang. We literally started off the year with a bang <laughs> on Reem. It's amazing that Discovery is live now. I literally had to sit on myself on Friday when it went live to our beta testers to not shout it out to everyone because I know authors have been looking forward to this so much and so many questions over the last just month alone were about, oh, I need a better categorization system or, oh, this doesn't work for me, especially with authors coming from like fan fiction to the original fiction side. And I was just so excited and eager to have it go into beta. We had a lot of work to do building it, so much work to do building it. And it was great. But finally getting to say it's live is incredible. It's absolutely incredible. It's it's very fun to see it. I love like, being like load the home page for the first time and to the new Reem because this is like what we're calling like the second chapter of Reem because at this point Reem has been out for under a year in beta. We haven't even been out for just about eight months publicly. And we built a lot of different things over the last year, whether it was following, whether it was, you know, making CUNY posts better, making the story experience better scheduling all these amazing things that we added for authors but this is really like the next step and building on all that we have like you have an amazing world inside of Reem that you're able to bring readers to and it's only going to keep getting better but now we want to say you can still keep bringing readers to re your Reem and still keep having that direct relationship with them but we also want to help bring more readers to your Reem and that's I think the the thing that we're taking a step into that's really really awesome as we continue building it out because we're going to keep making, you know, audio, all these things we're releasing on the platform, but like discovery is the biggest thing in the long run and is like what we want to keep building on. So discovery, really, I think everything for us in, in the long run, and it's everything we want to help you do because Ream isn't just trying to be like the only discovery platform. We're trying to be your platform that you can connect with your readers and to give you that discovery too, which is huge. And I think is going to just help a lot of subscription authors, but Ariel, like what you did on it. And it was a really fun process is like actually building discovery. You got together with the community in hundreds of comments, but also, and even more than that, you really reflected on it yourself and you were trying to think of like what a better way for authors to categorize books would look like. And I want you to describe like what you ended up building, like the discovery summary and what you ended up coming up with. And of course, Sean, who's uh, our lead developer, he's amazing. He behind the scenes, like actually led all the coding for this, but you were the kind of masterminded what that discovery looks like in terms of the book page on Ream. And I would love for you to share like why and what it is. So the way that most retailers have categorized books or stories before this drives me nuts. It doesn't make sense. It's illogical and fundamentally flawed because a lot of retailers were not built by people who understand publishing. So they don't really understand like the history of genre, which you have to understand in order to know why we are where we are today with it and to really understand where it can or should go. Because I feel like genre is a language 
and you don't really in order to speak the language, you do have to learn how to speak it, but also learn a little bit about like why it is the way it is, right? So genre history has been a thing that I've been into for years and years. And when we got the chance to build a system from the ground up, I really went in and dissected genres and looked at what Amazon has done, what other places have done, and just took it all apart to see what wasn't working and why it wasn't working and then look at the history of genre and fiction and combine all of that plus the research of like just in the last two years what has changed in genre because indie fiction has changed genre it's a fact just like language changes over time so does genre and so indie fiction has changed genre but amazon specifically among all retailers has also mixed in a lot of categories that are not actually genre. And that's confused a lot of people. Completely fair. But we needed to build something that worked. And to do that, I took all of those things, <laughs> broke it all down, <laughs> reorganized it into a logical structure, or what seemed like a logical structure, <laughs> pushed it at the team. They came back. We went in and did a complete revision. And then I think that was the very first draft that was released to the community. And then we revised it at least three times since with community feedback, going in and doing deeper research on some things, breaking some things down further, and really discussing with Sean, our developer, how to do things like hybrid genres on Rain, or what things were common subgenres to multiple genres. <laughs> So that, that's the core of the process there is just break it all down and reassemble it based on research and history, as well as looking at what recent changes have been made. It was extremely exciting to get to do that because it's a dream to be able to do that. I've wanted to do that for so many years. It's just reorganize genre so that it actually works for authors and it actually works for readers based on the way that readers search and based on the way that genre is supposed to work down through history before some retailers got their hands on it. It was literally a dream project. Yeah, I mean, I just knew you were the perfect person for this. I mean, just even listening to you now and, you know, hearing the, the passion that came through. It's so so funny how things work out because the, the reason why we, like, even really connected and um, got to know each other and then eventually, you know, you began working on the ring team was because you made that series of, I keep referencing it, at least privately, but I don't think I've talked too much about it publicly. I mean, there's 12 posts um, about like fandom and genre in the group. And I was just like, wow, this is amazing. This is perfect. And I was super interested just in how your, your mind thought about these things. I mean, wow. And to be honest, there's a lot of things that like I'll read and that I'll, I'll learn some things from and just learning something from something's amazing. But there was a lot of your things I'm like, oh, wow, like, this was all like, really new for me, or this was all something I never really thought about. Before. So I just knew like you had this like, amazing knowledge, but and then you know, just separately ended up kind of working for the reading team. Like just that just ended up being like something in the back pocket. But then when discovery was coming, as like us developing it behind the scenes, like we know we wanted to do this, and you know many many authors right have asked us like, hey, why can't we just search for you know, my genre, just a little, like, just make, give us something. They could have done it maybe six months ago, but we wanted to make it really, really good. And we did it. And we just knew that the second we start doing something, 
related to discovery that there's no going back. Like once that's something that people, and rightfully so, once authors and readers start to view Ream as a place that they can like find readers and then most importantly find new stories, the dynamic shifts where you know the expectation talking about like in subscriptions, right? We want to underpromise and overdeliver immediately. Like even if we don't promise much, even if we say this isn't a big deal, it, it's going to be viewed as something much bigger. And and we knew that, so we kind of just were like, no discovery is better than bad discovery in terms of like having a system that like just allows you to search for authors. Because then most people come in and are just going to be disappointed by that. So we knew we needed something more. We knew we needed to, to you know create something that was like a really decent start. And this is just a start so that everyone knows like this is not the end game but like giving it a really really good first draft and that's when you know sean especially our lead developer was super super passionate about that so was amelia like very very strong like, i was a little bit more willing to like let's just get something out there i think because i'm more see a lot of the requests from authors like i love when i hear from y'all because it does get us to work as something but like y'all were like it got to the point where like half the questions were becoming about discovery and i was like this is just like let's just do something because like I think it'll save save me and it'll save Bobby everyone who works to support just more time and it's just like if, if we just do some things we can be like hey like something's here uh, right and, but they're like no, no no we have to make it like really really good um, and I'm like okay fine like let's do it and then you know it was like we have to really like you said rethink almost like blow up what discovery is it's why every author that if you're listening to this we haven't done this yet Every author with a new update actually has to recategorize their stories, basically has to go to the book detail page. And, and, and that's because we made some fundamental changes. If you write romance for erotica, that's one of the genres you choose, you can actually have romance pairings that are added to stories. So you can choose, like, oh, do you write MF? Is it an MF story? Is it MF, MF, MF? I mean, all the different romance pairings, a lot of them are in there. Um, there's even other non-binary, um, all, all different types of romance pairings represented. Then there's also the diversity um, designations, which was another thing Ariel came up with, this idea that, you know, in a sense, like, if you're talking about a genre, like, highlighting stories maybe featuring BIPOC characters or sensory impaired characters is, like, really, really important. But highlighting neurodivergent characters, but, like, making neurodivergent its own genre and, like, kind of, like, throwing it like in its own corner or doing that to BIPOC stories isn't really right either. What we want to do is have all these different types of stories together, but also give people who want to see BIPOC stories, BIPOC authors who are, who are writing, you know, featuring BIPOC main characters, give them a special space to be able to be discovered and readers feel searched for. And that was something that, that again, you came up with. So just kind of rethinking again, how book discovery, how story discovery works and really going back to what do readers care about and when this started to happen well before we even got to coming up with these things and ariel came up with all these brilliant ideas it was really just realizing that like we had to do something we had to do something different here in, in the long run like the system that we build matters so much and we're not going to build a better discovery system if you just tag on me and you know, put your genres in on ream and do everything the same way that everyone else does so we knew that like over the long run we had to do something special but I also knew that, like, I wasn't the person to do it. Um, and I also knew that, like, you know, love Sean. Sean's amazing. He's the one who could build it. But he probably didn't have that unique insight either. And even Amelia, I think Amelia had a lot of insights. But we needed someone else to, like, take the lead on it. And it was just so perfect that, like, when you came onto the team, then this project started coming up. It was like, 
I think I gave it to you like 30 days after you joined, but it was like two weeks yeah. after you joined that I kind of knew that we maybe weren't moving in that direction. And it, yeah, it just worked out so well. It's really, really cool to, you know, see it, see it live now and now just keep going, you know, we're, we're still at the very beginning. I think you were actually at 20 books when you sent me the project officially because we had spent the previous day, no, the previous two days just constantly chatting back and forth about the meetings that you were taking at 20 books. And then it was early in the morning on Wednesday, you sent me a message and you're just like, okay, do this, blow up what we currently know for genres, like build a system that can be sustainable into the future, build a system that we can add on to as things change, build a system that is actually going to work for authors and readers. And I just stared at my screen for a minute when that message came in. And then I was like, yes, please. Oh my gosh. Are you serious? So very special. Yeah, that was a fun moment. That was a fun week. Cause I think, yeah, before that you were, you were working on so much like helping behind the scenes, setting up for um, what is now author nation was 20 books. Oh um, yeah. And it was just, like very busy week. But like the moment I thought like, you, you know, you maybe were, able to start thinking about something else but it's like we gotta we gotta get this to her because i just knew to coming to 20 books and seeing all of you like it it energized me just to be like like you all deserve something better and meeting so many of you in person um getting to say hello getting getting to hug some of you getting to getting to listen to you all i was like we have we have this like amazing group of people and it's like it, like they're here and like we owe we owe you all like to do something better and um uh and that that was when i was like you know you have a new mission now uh, so it was a lot of fun and you know now i think it'd be really great to talk about with this new system that we talked about how can authors make use of this to actually get discovered how would you approach it, Ariel, as, as an author? Or if you were maybe writing a series of blog posts on discovery, how would you approach thinking about what genres are my story in? What romance parents? What tags should I put? What even is a tag? Like, how do we go through all of this? Um, and what would be your advice for authors who are trying to categorize their stories and hopefully, you know, that will lead to discovery? How do they do that? So my first advice would be to look over the help guide that we wrote on genre definitions because as we know previous systems didn't really have a uniform definition guide they didn't really have a uniformly logical tree and so you couldn't really follow it out like nothing really fit together in all the ways that we're doing it on ramp because we rebuilt the system in a way to be sustainable five years, 10 years into the future. Of course, there'll be updates, but we built the foundation to be that way. So even if you think you know what a genre is, I would personally go in and review that list just to make triply sure. Like that's what I always do as an author. I'm like, okay, I'm pretty sure I know what this is, but I'm gonna check it just because this is a new platform. It is a new system, even if it, greatly resembles a lot of things that we do know from previous systems. So just to make sure I would go in and I would read that list. And then with every book, I would start out with what are your main genres? And 
which of those genres does your book fit into the most? Let's say that you wrote a contemporary portal, uh, contemporary portal fantasy. So that's fantasy is your main genre. Maybe it has some horror in it too. So you can tag it horror as well, but contemporary or fantasy is going to be the main genre that you select. And then from that, you can pull portal and contemporary and, you know, your, your subgenres after that, but really think about what genre. So choose one genre. Most stories are going to primarily fit into one or two genres. Like that's more of their world than other genres. There's always exceptions. There's always exceptions. So just really think about what your story world is and what that is for a main genre. And then your subgenres come after that. And we have, we're still adding to the subgenre list. We're still building that out completely. We will be for a few years, probably. After that, this was, this was one of the things that I was most excited about. Uh, audience, you can select audience. So YA, new adults, adults. One of the things that Amazon in particular has really, really messed up for uh, authors and readers is they combine audience and genre. So it can get really confusing. And we wanted to build a system that was going to be better at that. So young adults, which is not actually a genre as far as genre definitions go, it's not really a genre. So we put that under audience. And if someone goes onto Ream and types young adults, books with a young adult audience are going to come up. So you can, readers can still find books the same way they do on Amazon, but the system is built differently for authors on the back end to categorize. Like Michael mentioned, diversity and romance pairings. Really, the romance pairings are about your primary romantic pairing in a story. So if your primary romantic pairing is uh, MM romance, then you're going to choose the MM tag. If your primary romance pairing is male-female, you're going to choose that tag. And this is also built to handle things like stories where maybe your aliens don't have gender in the same way that on Earth we have gender. Most alien romance does follow the Earth concept of gender. So it's male and female. So you just use the male and female pairing tag. But there are some sci-fi stories where aliens don't have gender the same way that Earth does. And also, we have a huge gender spectrum here on Earth that can't really be contained in non-binary. So we have other for that. So um, if someone is agender or gender fluid, that's a great thing to use other for. And then there's, there's one last part, which I just feels like a lot, but it's actually pretty simple and intuitive. Like what we're trying to do is normally most platforms just give you genre and then just tags and then you have to pick a bunch of random things. Instead, we like broke down the way you categorize your book, make it more simple so that you can focus on things that you just care about. But tags are a little bit more open. I know you have some great advice on how to tag your stories. Um, in fact, you can even have strong and weak tags on reading. So cover it up. There's a lot of exciting stuff there. One thing right off that, that is going to go into tags that authors largely know about already is tropes. So if you've written enemies to lovers, that's going to go in your tags. If you've written found family, put that in your tags. If you've written something that is, you know, with the only one bed, 
trope. Put that in your tags. But other things that can go into your tags are like dragons, right? Lots of people love dragon stories. And if they come on Ream and they search dragons and your story has dragons in it and you tag it dragons, then it'll come up for them. One thing to know about Ream system is that unlike Amazon, you don't need to put a bunch of information in the title. You don't need to put it in places where you normally would on Amazon. Your tagline, you can still include things there, but you don't have to like optimize it with all of your keywords and write a super buzzy tagline the same way that you do on Amazon. Of course, that's great. But you have the tag section now and readers will be able to search by tag by element that they're looking for. So dragons or fae or pixies even, if they're looking for a specific kind of fae. So tropes, elements, and think about your keywords. So if I've written a Star Wars-like story, one of the things that would be a keyword for me is probably space battles, you know, if, if that's a component. So think about your tags the way you would think about keywords, except don't put in genre because that's already covered. Genre and subgenre already covered. You don't need to put those in your keywords. Um, your diversity, that's actually a great thing you can expand on in your tags and romance pairings as well because we have general romance pairings, but if you want to get super specific, aromantic, asexual or something, put that in your tags. Diversity. So we have BIPOC there, but if you're specifically writing about Moroccan culture, put that in your tags so that readers who want to read about Moroccan culture or they want to read a Moroccan inspired fantasy, they can search by Morocco or uh, African and it'll come up for them. <laughs> There's a lot of ways that you can use tags and it'll make your story so much more discoverable. We have, you can use up to 30 tags right now, between 10 and 20 is optimal. So really think about your world, think about your character types, think about other things that are strong features of your book, and that's where you're going to put it is in the text, and it'll come up for them. So there's a lot of ways that you can use tags, and it'll make your story so much more discoverable. We have, you can use up to 30 tags right now, between 10 and 20 is optimal, so really think about your world, think about your character types, think about other things that are strong features of your book, and that's where you're going to put it is in the text. Well, with all of that, I think there's just, there's this very robust system now where your stories can reach new readers. But what we haven't talked about is at least explicitly how readers can actually apply stories. So I do want to go through those five main ways um, in no particular order but these are all ways that you can make use of on Ream and that you can actually garner discovery with so the first one and the one that i think you'll probably find first are the genre lists so these lists you'll see randomized basically two genres will show up every time you visit the platform anytime you reload the home page there'll be two genres that show up and you can click anytime to view all genres if you want to view all 20 I think there's around 20 genres, but it might be a little less. It might be like 15. There's definitely over 10, somewhere in that range. Um, you can view all of them and search anytime. Now, these lists, it shows different number of books depending on the screen size that you're on. And then you can click to expand and see all of the books in that genre. And they're mostly sorted based on 
popularity, which to be very clear about what popularity means on Rain, this is not the number of paid members someone has. This isn't even the number of followers that someone has. Instead, this is the number of chapters being read in their stories. So, you know, some actual pretty easy ways to maybe gain discovery on Rain, especially in our early days, because I'll just always add a caveat. This discovery still could evolve. We want to, you know, give all authors a shot at getting discovered. That's a really big goal of ours. And we want to be able to ultimately connect authors getting stories that they love. And of course, you know, there's always so many authors, so many readers. So it's very hard to say, like, can you get guaranteed discovery? No, no, no. We never guarantee discovery. I mean, there's going to be some authors that do really well. There's going to be other authors who can find their readers. And hopefully there's an opportunity for every story to be able to reach readers that will love. But with that said, how it works for the genre list is that based on these reads, you could rank higher. So if you want to use your reading story as like a newsletter magnet, send it out to some people on your newsletter list, that could be able to potentially boost you in these genre searches, which could be really nice. The other way that you can get discovered in Reem, that's also on the homepage, the For You section, which um, this, this algorithm is basically designed to recommend readers stories that are very similar to ones that they've already read on Reem. And this is also actually weighted even like really not graded towards popularity, it's more graded towards similarity, mostly in terms of the tags, categories, mostly related to the tags, main genres and subgenres, and then the different romance pairings and content warnings you choose. So what's really great about that is that if you're writing a story that's similar to another story that someone already loves, there's a really good chance that that'll show up in their for you section. That's basically how it's designed. So having like really, you know, accurate, relevant um, categorization of your stories is going to lead to you getting better discovery in the for you section because you're going to have readers who actually like your stories that you're writing see it there. Um, so that, that's a really fun section. The, the next section is actually being able to search for stories on read so that you can easily do using the search bar, depending on the search term used, um, different tags, weighted differently so a strong tag is weighted more heavily than a weak tag in terms of the weighting of the algorithm so for search terms that you think are hyper relevant to your book and that are very popular among readers you might want to use strong tags for same thing with your main genre the main genre is weighted higher in search so you want to select your main genre something that is relevant to your story and that you think that readers searching for actually enjoy and that's definitely like the third you know, big way to gain discovery on Reem, and it's it's a really fun one. Um, then we also have a featured author section. Um, you'll see this, right, when you log into the site only on desktop, and it's randomized, it switches out every week, um, week or so. We're, we're experimenting with how often we're switching that out, but it's only on desktop. Um, most readers are actually on their phones or mobile devices, so most readers won't see the featured author section. But the thing that all readers will see is the Rising Reamer section. The Rising Reamer section is the five stories that have had the most reads over the last 30 days in the platform, and they have to be released within the last 30 days. So it's basically like the highest performing newly released stories on the platform. And it's updated in real time. So whenever a new story breaks in, you can see yourself there. And that's visible to all readers. So that's another great thing that like, if you wanna you know, gain discovery on Reem, you know, that's that's a great, great place to try and rank, great place to see your story. So that's like broadly how it all works. This is a system that's going to evolve, right? But we spent the first half of this all time, obviously, the actual categorization system. And 
But what I really view Reem as moving into now is like a really great, you know, serial platform for discovery. I mean, that's how Reem is optimized for in terms of the business model of subscriptions, readers being able to get chat by chapter access to your stories, ongoing access to what you're writing. And I think that as far as serial platforms go, there's just none other that even comes close to not only the categorization that we have, then the real granularity in which readers can find stories they love, but also that doesn't, no platform gives you the kind of control that we do, or really the ability to monetize their subscriptions that we do. So, you, you know, you control all the relationships your readers and read, you get their emails, when a reader follows you, they don't even have to pay to subscribe you. If so, a reader just follows you, you get their email. So it's this amazing system that ultimately is designed to help you find your readers and give you full control of your business and the relationships with your readers once a reader actually starts to like your stories. And it's, it's it, I think it's a really, really big deal. It's going to change a lot, I think, as time goes on and we evolve the system and more and more readers begin using it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to really change what we think of in terms of, you know, what serial fiction platforms we should use. And if I was giving advice to an author, which I am, giving advice to all of you, I think that Ream is a great serial fiction platform now to get started on, to, you know, get in on this discovery that we're having. And not only is it a serial fiction platform now that you can do this on and get our discovery, but you also are able to utilize monetizing the subscriptions on the platform too. Um, and I think making the first few chapters public so readers can start to get into your stories, then making the next two chapters available only to followers. And then from there, making the following chapters available to paid members will really, you know, encourage readers to test out your stories, get hooked, follow you, they get really hooked and then start paying, paying you and, you know, becoming a fan of your work. That's the goal. So in terms of more information on all this, you can find our discovery guides linked down below. You can find also our guide on following, which might be really useful. Um, in terms of how you actually publish your stories to followers, public or paid members, also in the description. And just, you know, like Reem also isn't just for serial fiction. I think Reem can work for like lots of different authors. I think if you're writing novels or releasing in novel format, there's no reason Reem couldn't work for you either. I think there's ample opportunity for you to have your backlist on Reem. There's all these types of things, but I think, you know, Reem really, you know, from day one is, I think, going to be able to provide you an amazing opportunity to connect the readers this way. And it's just so exciting to see a laugh. It's so, so exciting. So I hope you all enjoy it. And otherwise, I don't think we have anything else today. This is our little Storytellers Little Diary. We'll keep sharing more updates. We'll keep sharing insights to help you grow. I think that this was a fun first episode. So if you want, if, if for some reason you don't like this at all and you don't want us to do this, let me know. But I think this should be something to keep up because I, I like the idea of being a little bit more open with y'all in terms of like our team, in terms of where we're going, and in terms of how you can make the most of Rain and how you can succeed in it. So sharing my advice, the stuff that I see on a weekly basis, because um, I feel like I'm always learning, I'm always seeing new insights, and I just want an excuse to be able to talk to y'all. So um, I hope you enjoyed this first episode. I hope you enjoyed Discovery on Reem. If you have any questions, do let us know at our support, support at reemstories.com. We're always here to help. We want to make the system better. And we really want to work towards a future where story tells the world. This is just the beginning of our discovery. And this is just the beginning of Reem. Chapter two now begins. Um, we're on a mission here, and I think we have something really, really special. And when it comes to subscriptions now combined with Discovery, there's really no other platform like it. And I think it provides an unbelievable opportunity for you all as fiction authors to continue growing your subscriptions. That's what we want to do. That's what we're here for. And we're super excited to have you all along with us. So as always, have an amazing rest of your day. You all rock. We all believe in you. And we're all so grateful for you.
being along with us and inspiring us to always push to do more for you guys because storytellers of the world and you deserve a place that recognizes that deserve a place that that here, really here. wants to create that future and serve that new future. That's what we're here for. That's why we give you that control and nowhere else does that. So have an amazing rest of your day. You all again are awesome. And I'll see y'all soon. Thank you.